Greetings, everyone. This is Terry Naturally with another edition of Terry Talks Nutrition. We're here every Saturday and Sunday morning from 8 o'clock until 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. And we are here for you. We are here to share information. I do a lot of research. I go to a lot of different scientific websites. I do a lot of investigation as to how we can be healthier. And I do follow those same principles that I discover when I'm doing the research, whether it may be for a new botanical medicine or vitamins and minerals or diet, nutrition, whatever it might be. I try to include that in my protocol to be healthier. And I have become healthier over the years compared to what I was when I was a young man. The older I get, the better I feel. We don't have to get old. Yes, we're going to age, but we can do it gracefully and very youthfully. We can stay younger, no matter how old we are. I do more things today than I've done when I was a younger person. You don't have to get old and decrepit. You don't have to have all that pain and inflammatory problems. So if I use all these, I thought to myself, I'm sure other people can use the same ideas. Or maybe they may want to if they knew about them. Because you know, really, you have to realize, you and I are the only ones responsible for our health. Now you may not know what to do to be healthier. You may not even realize that you and I are the only ones responsible for our health. And you and I are the only ones that can improve our health and reverse our diseases. Drugs don't do that. Doctors don't do that. Drug companies don't do that. Only you and I. And nutrition and health. And, and the foundation of our health is always what we eat. Our diet is the basic foundation of our health. And because our food has changed so much in the last 100 years, all of our food, even though that we may consider it to be organic, healthy, perfect, whatever it might be, lacks the nutrients that it did 100 years ago. So supplements, I think, are critical to fill the gap of the nutrients that are missing because we have taken all the nutrients, the minerals, out of the soil or it's been washed away and never replaced. Agriculture today uses artificial methods for growing. Artificial fertilizer, pesticides, genetically modified foods, Foods are not natural anymore. Not to the extent that we had natural fruits and vegetables a hundred years ago. And animals, grains, were never fed to the extent. They were grass-fed. Now they're grain-fed. 
Grass-fed gives them more omega-3 fatty acids. So our whole diet has changed. Even though that we are trying to eat the best diet possible, it is almost impossible. So we have to be very careful of what we eat. And then use dietary food supplements, food supplements, to fill in the gap of those nutrients that are missing. I mentioned this not too long ago. Today, in order to get all the vitamin A and vitamin C that is required by the body from oranges, we would have to eat eight oranges a day compared to our grandparents who ate only one orange a day. So one orange, what, 40, 50, 60 years ago, had more nutrients than eight oranges today. We are not growing foods for nutrition. It's for profit. And they'll do anything to increase the profitability of the foods they are growing. So, all I'd like to do is just call out some of the things that are happening. And some ways we can counter those negative practices. And how we can be healthier without drugs. Yes, drugs are important. Yes, I always say this all the time. And if you have a major concern, sickness, check with your doctor to get a proper diagnosis. And then decide, do you want to take a drug? Or maybe you could do it naturally. But that's between you and your doctor. But you can find many alternative health care practices that are better than drugs and then they don't have the side effects of drugs. So you're getting the best of both worlds. You're getting natural medicine with very, very little or no side effects. Nothing that's a major adverse event. You'll never need another drug to counteract the side effects of the first drug. And today we have a great lineup of information. You know, this time of the year, people struggle, struggle rather, with sinus conditions. They have sinus headaches, sinus congestion, stuffed up nose, can't breathe, feel terrible. Well, we have an answer for you on how to take care of your sinuses. And then we're going to talk about glucosamine, and chondritin. Are they good for your joints? And maybe even your heart. And then how to fight seasonal depression. And why you may need the mineral selenium. And then a favorite topic of mine, which we probably have discussed in the past, but it really needs and warrants to be discussed over and over again. The two most powerful medicines, curcumin and French grapeseed extract. We have more on the list to talk about today as well. And we never ever get through all the topics. I think I've become too winded. So let's talk about your sinuses. Do you suffer from congestion? 
stuffed up nose. And all the other signs that you may have a problem with sinuses. Your sinuses. Pain around and behind the eyes and on the face. Sinus headaches. A stuffed up nose. Or nasal discharge. Post-nasal drip. Toothaches. Or tooth sensitivity. I know people that have gone to their dentist and swore that they had a tooth problem. Their teeth hurt. They had a toothache. And upon the diagnosis by the dentist, no, no problem. It was a sinus congestion. You have cough at night. You have bad breath. These are some of the signs and symptoms associated with sinus congestion. And <clears throat> excuse me, and two things to understand about the sinus congestion is inflammation. And then there are little hair-like projections in the sinus area that could be crippling your sinus condition or improving it. Now, the underlying cause of sinus congestion is always inflammation in the sinus glands associated with viral infections or bacterial infections and even exposure to fungi, especially when the immune system is weak. The the immune system is our defense mechanism. It's our vaccine, naturally built in. The innate immune system. We were born with it. It's there to make sure that we stay healthier. But we undermine our immune system. And we have inflammation. Two strikes against us. And then add allergies on top of that. So inflammation in the sinuses triggers increased mucus production and normally hair-like projections inside the sinus glands that flutter and move to push mucus out. If you could see a field of wheat blowing in the wind kind of waving back and forth. That's what these hair-like projections inside the sinus glands do. They move back and forth. They flutter, pushing mucus out. You don't want to dry it up. You want to move it out. And most drugs dry it up and damage these little hair-like projections that are supposed to be there. And bacterial or viral infections can damage these hair-like projections so they do not move. They do not flow back and forth. They do not flutter or move very slowly. So congestion in your sinuses 
does not drain. And the sinus glands fill up with mucus creating congestion. What about antibiotics? Most doctors like to treat you with something. In many cases, they choose an antibiotic for your sinus congestions, for your sinus infections. And in 85 to 98%, almost 100% conclusive, of sinus infections, antibiotics are prescribed as a treatment. That sounds good, right? Well, but the majority of infections in the sinuses are viral infections. Antibiotics, I'm sorry, don't work, don't help, and maybe cause more complications. We are overusing antibiotics. Antibiotics are to kill off bacteria, not viruses. And 64% of people with allergy and sinus problems do not do anything to relieve their symptoms. You wonder why? Well, maybe because two out of five sinus sufferers have said that their past sinus and allergy medication just does not work. Drugs don't work. They've tried it. And so they have given up and do nothing. 64% of people suffering with sinus infection, sinus congestion, and allergies do nothing. They just have given up because their medication that they have been prescribed in the past or they bought over-the-counter based on advertisements does not work. So how do you stop naturally without side effects sinus infection or sinus congestion And I might say a lot of studies on this condition have come out of Germany. Germany has been one of the premier countries in the world to promote natural plant medicines, botanicals, herbs. And many, in fact, all the doctors in Germany are educated on alternative plant medicines. And in many cases, and this is just digressing from where we are, but just to show you how powerful plant medicines are and how doctors are prepared to prescribe plant medicines over drugs. St. John's wort. has been studied to prevent and lower the risk of mild to moderate depression. 
and doctors in Germany prescribe more prescriptions for St. John's Wort than all the other anti-inflammatory drugs combined. That just goes to show you how plant medicines are revered around the world. In fact, 80% of the population of the world depends on plant medicines, not drugs. All the drugs primarily that are manufactured around the world are consumed in America. Drug companies in America have a field day. But now there are two very effective and very safe plant medicines. In fact, they are concentrated plant oils that are extracted from plants in a, in a process called CO2 extraction, carbon dioxide. So it purifies the oil and does not change the oil. There's no solvents, there's no heat, and they're very safe. No contamination, no heavy metals. A very, very excellent form of extraction of oils from plants. And in this case, the two oils that are very powerful for relieving the congestion and treating the infection is eucalyptus and myrtle. They're natural anti-inflammatories. They both have antiviral and antibacterial activity. And they do increase the activity of these little hair-like projections that are naturally there and they should have a natural activity which very quickly moves the mucus out of the sinus cavities, not dry them up. And it opens the airways. You can breathe. These oils, eucalyptus and myrtle, are usually found in a soft gel capsule. You swallow And there is like over 70 years of research on these two plant oils in Germany for bronchitis, for sinus congestion, sinus infection, for upper respiratory tract infection. So these work very, very effectively. And they're ideal for any type of respiratory congestion. That means asthma, COPD, cold and flu. And usually about 160 to 320 milligrams of this blend of eucalyptus and myrtle up to three times daily or whenever you want. I'd like to take a soft gel capsule of eucalyptus and myrtle and most people will swallow it. I like to chew it 
and I swish the eucalyptus and myrtle around in my mouth a little bit and let it trickle down my throat. So you're getting the best, I think, of both. You are swallowing it, so it gets in the systemic function of the body. But also, there are, there are tons of bacteria, and there could be a, a virus in the mouth and throat. So as it is circulated in the mouth and trickled down the throat, you are cleansing the mouth and the throat at the same time. Now, some people may not like to take or even experience eucalyptus. Then there's also, from Germany, a eucalyptus and myrtle that's enteric coated. That means there's a very special coating on the soft gel capsules that will not rupture open in the stomach so you do not regurgitate the oils. You do not burp them up. And these enteric coated soft gels will not open up until they get down into the lower intestines so you do not burp the taste or the fragrance of these two very effective and special oils. Glucosamine and chondroitin have been used for probably in the early 1990s for healthy joint function. Glucosamine and chondroitin are basic building blocks for collagen and cartilage. As our cartilage begins to wear out in our joints, it can be partially reversed and also improved by consuming glucosamine and chondroitin. I would probably also throw in a little bit of collagen type 2, which is tremendously effective for joint structure and function. Now, if you have a knee problem and the cartilage is completely worn away, where you are a bone on bone, then it's a little bit too late. It's difficult. But if you're just in the starting ages and stages of hip or knee dysfunction, glucosamine, chondroitin, and type 2 collagen can be extremely valuable for reestablishing the cartilage in the joint. Chondroitin has been shown in clinical studies to decrease cartilage loss in joints. And glucosamine has been found to reduce pain and stiffness associated with arthritis. In a comparison study, glucosamine and chondroitin together, the combination, reduced pain and swelling 
from arthritis as effectively as the drug called Celebrex. And without any significant side effects or adverse events. So here's some new new research now. Here is this research that I've already talked about. Glucosamine and chondroitin, wonderful for your joints. All kinds of joint structures. Hip, knee, joints, shoulders, whatever it might be. So if you want to be more mobile, more flexible, less stiffness, less pain of arthritis, I would find a combination of glucosamine and chondroitin with type 2 collagen and maybe some hyaluronic acid, which is a lubricating portion of your joint, that would be extremely valuable. Now, now we're talking about arthritis of the joints or damage of the joints by wear and tear. But now researchers analyzed data from over 16,000 people over the age of 40 and originally collected this between 1999 and 2010. They compared this information to mortality figures from 2019. And they found that daily use of glucosamine and chondroitin for at least one year and why stop after one year just keep going, right? Reduce the risk of death from any cause by almost 40% and reduce the risk of dying from heart disease especially heart disease by 65%. Now we're talking about really effective and safe alternatives for our health. And that's why I like to do the program on Saturday and Sunday to bring you the new information. This new information about glucosamine and chondroitin for the heart is a surprise. No one expected it. Now maybe for the first time you're learning this, that if you use glucosamine and chondroitin, it not only improves your joints, but your heart as well. So I'm going to come back here in just a few minutes, so don't go away. I'll come right back after these messages, and I'll tell you what you should know about glucosamine and chondroitin to make it even better. Because this was not the first study. I'll tell you more. So stay right where you are. I'll be right back. This is Terry Naturally with Terry Talks Nutrition. And welcome back, my friends. This is Terry Naturally. We're here at our hour on Saturday and Sunday, Terry Talks Nutrition. And we'll be here to the top of the hour, so we have plenty of time to cover some more today to fill you in as to how you can be healthier and happier. So we're talking about what you should know about glucosamine and chondroitin. I just told you a study 
that was quite surprising that they found that the daily use of glucosamine and chondroitin for at least a year because it takes that time to rebuild your body. You know, we tear our body down, wear and tear, abusive, burning the kettle at both ends for decades. So repair doesn't come overnight. But the body is very forgiving in the fact that it does repair faster, it seems, than it has destroyed. And we talked about how glucosamine, chondroitin, and perhaps even type 2 collagen and hyaluronic acid dramatically improves the joint structure and function, reduces flexibility. And if you want to be more mobile, this is the best product for you. For arthritis. But they found out that glucosamine and chondroitin for at least a year reduced the risk of death from any cause by almost 40%. Very protective for the cardiovascular system and the joints. It reduced the risk of dying, especially from heart disease, by 65%. So now here is a study, and this was not the first study, to find a reduced risk of heart disease for people taking glucosamine sulfate and chondroitin. Another study published in 2019 found a 22% reduction in the relative risk of a fatal heart attack and stroke for people who regularly took glucosamine supplements. This is protective, preventative. So if you're using glucosamine and chondroitin supplements, it reduces by 22% the relative risk of a fatal heart attack and stroke. Now, glucosamine, in the beginning, in the early 1900s, excuse me, the 1990s, uh, glucosamine was not thought of as the anti-inflammatory. But that was in the early days of the research. But now today, through further studies and scientific research, glucosamine now has been found to reduce inflammation and C-reactive protein, which is commonly called CRP, C-reactive protein. It's a protein in the body that is the biomarker for the level of inflammation in your body. You can have your doctor check it. If you want to know how much inflammation is in your body, your doctor can check that biomarker, that protein, and determine the level of inflammation in your body. 
Now this reduces inflammation, which may partially explain why it is good for your joints and heart. So I would, I would really highly recommend taking a combination of glucosamine and chondroitin and as I've said before type 2 collagen which is the specific collagen for the joints for optimal function of the joints with a little hyaluronic acid and boswellia because boswellia is a sap or a resin that's extracted from trees in India that are highly anti-inflammatory. So this is a really excellent combination for your joints and heart and of the ability to reduce heart attack and stroke. This shows you the wonders of nutrition. You know, winter always is a struggle for many people. How many people just hate the winter months? The cold, the snow, the dark, gray, drab days. Some people are just depressed. Some people just hate it but they're not really clinically depressed. Of course, they feel depressed because, hey, it's not a really a great day, there's no sunshine, it's dark, a gray, drab day. Don't see the sun for a few days, maybe a few weeks. But some people really have to fight seasonal depression. So does winter really make you sad or depressed? Well, for 18 million Americans, this time of the year brings depressed mood and increased anxiety known as seasonal affective disorder, S-A-D. You may be sad, but you also may suffer from seasonal affective disorder. Sad is a type of depression that starts and ends around the same time every year. Usually it is tied to decreased daylight and is triggered in the fall and winter. SAD, SAD, is an extreme version of the winter blues. You know, you may not be happy. You may kind of like, hey, I'm tired of this long winter months. But some people actually suffer from depression from what you may just, hey, I can't stand this weather, driving me crazy. And the winter blues is a mild change in mood and lack of energy. But sad 
is a mood change so extreme it interferes with your ability to enjoy life and carry out your daily activities. Now there are several ways that we can rely on natural alternatives, natural medicines, to improve our mood and to fight SAD. Here's a study I ran across that I think is very, very interesting study. You know, we need sunshine. You do feel better with sun, right? That's why a lot of people move to the south during the winter. Yeah, they're trying to escape the snow. They're trying to escape the winter coldness, severe temperature changes. But we also need sunshine to produce vitamin D. D like in David. And a clinical study looked at light therapy versus vitamin D therapy as a treatment for seasonal affective disorder, SAD, SAD. Now half of the participants in the study received light treatments for one month. Half of the other participants received a dose of 100,000 IUs of vitamin D. Now, don't take 100,000 units of vitamin D. This was a study. It was monitored by doctors. And this was just a one-time dose. So don't, I didn't say, take 100,000 units of vitamin D. But I'll give you my recommendations at the end of the studies that I'm going to present to you on seasonal depression. Now the results of this study. Half received light treatment, light therapy, a light box. And the other half of the subjects received this one-time dose of vitamin D3. The results of this study all of the subjects, participants, in the study receiving vitamin D saw a improvement as measured by a standardized depression scale. While there were no changes in the depression scores of the people receiving light therapy. So now vitamin D3 is important. Many Conditions, unhealthy conditions in the northern latitude. The further we are away from the equator, the more conditions that we have that are associated with a deficiency of vitamin D3. No sunshine. So it might improve our health by taking vitamin D3 orally. In fact, there's a huge 
group of scientists who are petitioning governments around the world to prescribe vitamin D3 as a treatment for COVID-19 viral infection. And most of the dosages that are recommended by these alternative physicians is 5,000 IU to 10,000 IU daily. You can get them in chewable tablets or in a soft gel capsule, but get vitamin D3. Vitamin D2 is only about half as effective. It's not the natural form. It's a synthetic form of vitamin D. So it's only about half as effective. So get vitamin D3 and I think it works a little bit better. I like the one that contains vitamin A, vitamin D3, and vitamin K2. It's a great combination. has a lot of benefits. It's providing your vitamin D as well as improving your cardiovascular function, circulation, reducing the plaque in your arteries, improving your bone health, supporting your heart therapy. So vitamin D is a great treatment for SAD, Seasonal Effective Disorder. The other natural alternative, or another one I should say, is saffron. It's the most expensive spice in the world. S-A-F-F-R-O-N, saffron. It's as effective as Prozac in the treatment of depression. It's reduced depressive depression symptoms by 47% versus placebo in a clinical trial. Saffron. As effective as Prozac. Another herb that has been proven to be in two or three clinical trials to be as effective as Prozac is curcumin BCM95. There have been several trials at Baylor University treating depression with curcumin BCM95. So I would suggest talk to your doctor. I I don't want you to go off your antidepressant if you are on one. It's it's probably uh, prescribed by your physician. So you need to talk to your doctor. But perhaps you could try 265 milligrams of a combination of curcumin and saffron. It's a blend. And both ingredients have been clinically proven daily at the level of 265 milligrams per day. It's a great blend to use and has no side effects. No side effects.
That's what makes natural alternatives. If they're a, a good quality, scientifically designed, scientifically studied, far better than drugs. That always and you know, the, the drugs on for Prozac is endless. Tremendously harsh side effect. And if you are on Prozac, you can still use the combination of saffron and curcumin because that was part of the study with a drug. In fact, curcumin was as effective as Prozac, but when they combined them together, they were far more effective together, which shows you can also use them together. Now here's a mineral that gets very little attention and I think that's a shame. You know, people know magnesium. They know calcium. You know, those are two big, probably heavy hitters. But all of our minerals are required. Some of them are called trace minerals, meaning that they are required in very, very, very small amounts. But still, if your body is missing a trace mineral or a major mineral, doesn't make any difference. It's still going to have consequences. And those consequences show up in symptoms of a disorder. And then drug companies make a drug to treat the symptoms of a deficiency of a mineral. Go figure. Crazy, right? So here's why you may need more selenium. S-E-L-E-N, like Nancy, I-U-M, like Mary, selenium. It's a very key mineral, but in a trace amount, very, very small amount. It's a very powerful antioxidant, and it's also very powerful as an antibacterial antiviral. And some of the food sources that are rich in selenium. The number one is Brazil nuts. Has the highest concentration of selenium than any other food I know. Tuna. Oysters. Beef, pork, and chicken. And why is that so important? Well, first of all, it's one of the major minerals in the thyroid. And it's the key mineral that makes the thyroid function more effectively. In order to support the thyroid, we don't need Synthroid. That's a drug. And if your doctor thinks you need it, then they prescribe it. When you look at the research on the nutrients that are required by the thyroid, because you can't make thyroxin, the hormone of the thyroid without iodine and without L-tyrosine, which is an amino acid that's a natural protein, and selenium. And selenium makes that combination blend work together to improve the function of the thyroid.
Selenium is also very important for the immune system function. And in fact, as an antiviral. Several animal studies have shown that when they treat one half of the animals with the regular chow that they feed the animals and selenium and then the other half of the group of animals are fed the same diet but they make sure there is no selenium in the diet. Then they inject them with a virus. All the animals, 100% of the animals are injected with a virus. The animals that had a diet plus selenium, they may or may not have gotten sick. But the sickness was mild to moderate. In the group of animals that got the diet, but no selenium, many of the animals died. Because in the absence of selenium, the virus turns into a killer. Virgilant. It means it kills off because there is no selenium to protect the immune system. We don't give enough credit to selenium. We talk about vitamin D for the immune system. We talk about vitamin C. We talk about zinc. Very rarely do we hear hear anybody talking about selenium. And the greatest population in the world that is deficient in selenium is in Italy and China. And worldwide, worldwide, There's 1.2 billion people deficient in selenium. It's also protects the body against cancer. In fact, the FDA has allowed a statement that says many forms of cancer could have a reduced risk of cancer by a population that would be taking around 200 micrograms of selenium. Also is very important for fertility and reproduction. So here are some of the signs of selenium deficiency that might warrant a need to increase selenium. These are signs you may need to know. Your hair falls out. Also associated with a thyroid disorder. Low thyroid. Hair falls out. Iodine and selenium. Both are required by the thyroid. Fatigue. Weight gain. Sick all the time. All these symptoms of low thyroid function. The thyroid contains a higher concentration of selenium than any other part of the body. And as I already informed you about selenium deficiency in the immune system, it is really 
highly affected and associated with an increased risk of bacterial and viral infections, especially of the upper, upper respiratory tract infections. So how do you take selenium? Well, if you want it particularly and especially to support thyroid function, you need about 300 micrograms of selenium with 30 milligrams of iodine and 400 milligrams of L-tyrosine, all natural ingredients. And this is a combination once or twice a day to support not only your immune system and the prevention of certain kinds of cancer or probably reduce the risk of cancer and also support thyroid function, immune function. Now for immune benefits, anywhere from 60 to 65 micrograms the 200 micrograms daily, plus the other immune nutrients, including zinc, vitamins A, C, D, and E. Now, at the current research stages, it should you should not exceed four hundred micrograms, MCG, micrograms, not milligrams, micrograms. Don't exceed 400 micrograms of selenium. Over time, it could be toxic. We don't know for sure, but from the best research, best research we have today, that would be the upper limit. Don't exceed that. It would be not healthy or beneficial for you to exceed that. Now we're almost winding up to the end of our program, and I did not get to my favorite subject of the two most powerful medicines I know, and I should say counting, because I I have a few more that I love that are very, very powerful medicines, as powerful, more powerful than drugs. And far, far, far safer than drugs. So we'll get to that subject again at another program. But I'm going to leave you today. I want to thank you for being here today. And you can join me again tomorrow, Sunday, 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. And with that, my friends, say a prayer for this crazy, crazy, insane world. And God bless you. And God bless America.